0: Welcome to the Moving Up Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Wilson, CEO of the Wilson Group Real Estate Services, and my passion is creating success in people by sharing my experiences in real estate, entrepreneurship, and community involvement. My partner, Heather Wombro, and I will be hearing from expert leaders in these spaces and giving you practical advice to help you accelerate your business. So pull up a seat because we are about to have a lot of fun. It's time for you to move up. Hey guys, you are in for a treat today. Heather and I are going to talk about boundaries and guidelines in your business and what they could be, should be, what we've done, what we shouldn't have done, what we've learned along the way. Mm -hmm. Hopefully some useful tools that can help you be a better businesswoman, businessman, better realtor for yourself, your family, and of course, as always for your clients. Right,
1: right. And I think this applies to anyone who, when you are self-employed and you have a client base, whether you're a a graphic designer or an interior designer, Mm -hmm. um, I feel like this conversation applies.
0: I agree. And I think it's, You're right. Anyone who's self-employed, and even I look at my friends who aren't self-employed, but we're always on now because our phones, our emails, our texts, we're getting pinged constantly. At one time, I tried to carry two phones, like a business phone and a personal phone. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. That was just... a a car wreck waiting to happen, you know, <laughs> yeah. because you're like, it was I'm like yeah, oh, I remember that day. I think I, I tried that for about a, a week and uh-huh. I'm going, no, not, not, happening. not yeah. happening. Everything's going to merge into one, one phone number and I'm just going to deal with it. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So anyways, let's talk a little bit on... Before we
1: get started, yeah. can I apologize really quickly to my family? Because I have one phone number and I get so many texts, whether they're work or family... I'm probably very short and rude with my family a lot of times because I've gotten so many work calls or text messages that I'm like, I'll call you back. I'll call you back. So I'm I'm, I'm publicly apologizing to my mom, to my dad, to everyone in my family that when you call me at 12 o'clock and want to chat and I'm frazzled and I don't call you back, I'm sorry. Well...
0: (laughs) If you're apologizing, I need to apologize. My poor mother. I mean, she comes into the office I'm like, "Mom, get you damn busy." And yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's all the time. Oh my god, this closing attorney's calling me back. Or, I've got to take this call. I've got this deadline. Yes, yeah, yes. Th- these deadline businesses like real estate are intense. Yeah, and it mm-hmm. is. It is completely unfair to the family, to your friends, to the people who aren't involved in the actual transaction or transactions that are causing you to be short with the loved ones. Yeah. Um, I'm working on it. Yeah. Me too. (laughs) Me too. My mom, because she was married to a realtor for before my dad passed away, they were married, I guess, 40 some odd years. And that was the only life she knew. So she's sort of used to it with me, but it still makes me feel terrible because nobody wants to feel like that they're not a priority in right. your life when it's a loved one. Yes. So I appreciate you starting off with with the apology. <laughs> you
1: said That I was like, oh, and James, I'm sorry, James. <laughs> <It happens.
0: laughs> well, I am trying to get much better at myself. It, it's a we're we're constantly being just we're works in action or yeah, what, what's that term? Um, I have no idea. Progress in action. Yeah, I have no idea today. Get ready, y'all. This could be an interesting show. It could. (laughs) But hopefully helpful. Hopefully helpful. So there's sort of three schools of thoughts for agents when it comes to setting boundaries with clients. We'll start with clients. Okay. So there's me, who the old me, who used to be always available. Call me twenty four seven. I will. I will answer or I'll get back to you. I mean, yeah. I think the majority of agents probably start that way. I, I did. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I did. I felt like that was the only way I could be effective mm-hmm.
0: and the only way that I could get started. Yeah, and you're also. It's just you don't want to drop the ball, mm-hmm. and you feel like oh my gosh, I can't drop the ball. You know, you right. leave dinners, you leave the movie, you leave. A ball game, yeah. whatever, you are pulling
1: out your laptop or your iPad and carrying it with you everywhere, which I still do sometimes,
0: but not to the extent of when I first started. And you sneak into the bathroom so you can return the test <laughs> Yeah, <or even> yeah. <laughs> one of our agents. It was Christmas Eve and her phone was blowing up at Christmas Eve mass. And she got back in the car or she got in the car with her family and the family just said, enough. You can't do this. If people can't understand that you're with your family on Christmas Eve. So then they're driving to her mother-in-law's house And she goes in the bathroom and kept going to the bathroom to finish this transaction on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And I get it. I mean, I've been there and it it sucks. It sucks for the other agent who's doing it also, for the buyer and seller who probably don't care. Mm -hmm. Or how many times have you heard, oh my gosh, I hope you take a vacation after this (laughs) transaction. I know this is so hard. I'm like, I've got seven others just like you. Right, (laughs) right. Yes. So anyway, rabbit hole. Sorry about that. No, I love it. But, um, so that's the first school of thought. How do you want to do this, Heather? Do you want to go through our first, our three schools of thoughts on these? And then,
1: yeah, I think we can talk about each one. And, and, and I will add to that the 24 seven agent, I feel like personally speaking, you can only do that for so long, right? Because you're going to burn out. You're not going to find balance. And then you may end up changing careers or deciding this is not for you when really it's just because you hadn't set boundaries.
0: The flip side of that is, you do it, you continue to do it. I know agents who've done it for 30-plus years, and unfortunately, they're not happy people because mm-hmm. you do, it really harms your personal relationships. So the personal relationships start dying off. Right. And, yeah, there there are many out there I know who continue to do this, and I'm lopsided. I'm, you know, when I'm in my flow and I've just got to get stuff done, I go into that mode. And then when I get balance, like when I come back from a retreat or something and I'm in balance and remember how good it feels when I'm not 24 seven. Yeah. Then I can do it. So a lot of that coincides with mindset. Yeah. You know, where are you in your mindset within your business?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: But, um, and I mean, I know we talk about this a lot too, of, are you feeling abundant? You know, Or are you feeling a sense of lack? Like when you're in a sense of lack and you're grab, 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 grab yeah. everything you can, you will do 24-7.
1: That's really true. I didn't think about that. It all has to do with your mindset. And mm-hmm. I feel like in the market of the slowdown, which I feel like we have recovered from that. I mm-hmm. mean, you've been feeling it for months. Mm-hmm. I've been feeling it. Yep. I feel like we're out of that. But during that slowdown... You know, you, you could have your mindset could have changed and you may yeah. have felt more like a twenty four seven. Let me call him back, let me get this, let me get this. This is oh, yeah. the only let thing me, going on.
0: Exactly. Let me sh- let me shake some trees, let me make some noise, yeah. let me remind people I'm in it, I'm here and I'll find it and do it or whatever. Right. Exactly. Right. And
1: I get that. Mm-hmm. I get that. It's understandable. Okay. So you want to move on and talk about the next one? Yeah, go ahead. You take away. Yeah. Take it away. So this is the person that I personally I think when I, you know, was thinking about this, I feel like I can relate to this the most is highly responsive, but I'm schedule conscious. So I really try to respond to the text, respond to the email, but if I know that it's, it's and I'm in the middle of something else, if I know it's going to take a minute or I need to prepare for that, I need to make some phone calls before, I'll say, can we talk about this at 2.30 this afternoon? Does that work for you? Is that Mm -hmm. okay? So I, I, and I know I've talked about this before. I'm trying to really be scheduled throughout my week. And I look at that on Sundays and on Monday, my office day of what I need to do. Now, does that mean that I'm not going to have a showing on a Monday? Absolutely not. If somebody needs to see a home, I'm going to rearrange that mm-hmm. schedule and we're going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. But I'm strategically looking at my calendar and blocking the time, even though it may move around, so that I can be responsive, so I can schedule things. Um, I don't feel like I have a hardened stop to my day other mm-hmm. than please don't call me before 6 a.m. I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um I- that's a whole other soapbox. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> the we can talk about. forty-five texts. texts.
0: Uh, like, and then when it's a group text and other people are chiming in, you wake up and you have 17 missed texts and you get up at six in the morning. I'm like, what just happened? Right, yeah. right. Or past 10 o'clock
1: at night, I'm sleeping mm-hmm. and I'm not my best. So let's, you know, please abide to those. But I feel like I'm pretty flexible, but I do try to be structured in my schedule. And
0: I appreciate people who say, hey, when would be a good time for a phone call? And we plug in that phone call mm-hmm. because it used to be—I mean—pre-text, you would call anybody anytime, which I still am fine with that too. I'm right. totally fine if if I can't, if you can't get me. I'm on, a, you know, on the other line or with a client or in a meeting. But I feel like the scheduled text really so beneficial.
1: It is. It is. And it allows me to prepare and really kind of think about the situation all angles. I mean, with our job, mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like it's a chess game, especially mm-hmm. when you're in the middle of negotiations. So, you know, I need a minute to mm-hmm. pull the pictures, you know, all the pieces of the puzzle together. Right. To make sure that we make the
0: best move together. And let me speak to this as well in the terms of when you're going back and forth on text or email ad nauseum pick up the phone mm-hmm. because you can solve so much those questions that you can pull out through conversation versus a, a quip on a text or when you get a text that you have to push your finger up 10 times to get to the end of it and you're like, oh, yeah. um, just pick up the phone. Yeah.
1: So I have a question for you, Christy. Okay. Um, and we haven't talked about the third one just yet, but I feel like you and I both sit in the middle with this, with the schedule. Mm-hmm. How do you communicate this to your
0: clients? Great question. Um, I actually... Ask them what is your best way to communicate. Mm-hmm. My texting clients is a bit frustrating for me because, you know, I'm driving so I, I just like email because I can pull it into my file. Yeah. I've got an electronic file for for each client mm-hmm. and for each listing. And I like to save all that if I have to go back and sure. look at it. And even though I can keep the text string, it takes forever. So I prefer email and phone and text for quick stuff. Like, Hey, we've left the showing or Hey, I'm running five minutes. What text is good for. Right, right, right. So you talk about that maybe in your initial
1: conversations with them when you're kind of learning about who they are, what they want, Mm -hmm. and then
0: you just throw that in there to, Hey. Yeah. It's, it's like we, we will be doing a lot of communicating. Difficult communication needs to happen via email because I want to have that in a file that I can easily access, and I don't say difficult conversations, but right, just right, conversations right. dealing with paperwork during a lot of doing negotiations. Yeah, but the quick stuff on text. Mm-hmm. And if you're a Mac user, your text and your computer are sort of the same thing. It's amazing. And it's just so frustrating for the non Mac users. It's like, <laughs> can you please email me and quit texting me? Yeah. Because this is Im- this is important negotiation stuff. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Harry Allen, co-founder and chief relationship officer of Studio Bank. Studio Bank is passionate about what our members create, and we're here to support you through the process. We provide capital and services to build businesses. We offer mortgage and home loan options, whether you're a first-time homebuyer or purchasing your fifth home. We work with artists to reach their audiences. We help nonprofits transform our community. And often, the most important work we do is simply empowering individuals to pursue their dreams. We're here because what you create matters. Let's create something together. Visit studiobank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, NMLS number
1: 1761767. I think it's great to set that expectation with the client so that you know, but it's a two way street. You're asking them how they like to be communicated mm-hmm. with, and then you're kind of working in and hey,
0: this is how I communicate. And I think if you can. So that they can understand your why you need to mm-hmm. communicate or why I need the emails versus text, a lot of times it makes more sense. Yeah. If it's just, you know, well, I like text, I never email. I'm always amazed, but that's maybe just again my age, the number of people who don't. Check their emails. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, not checking my emails.
1: It's the way of the world. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I have two teenagers that are 18 and we have drilled in them the last year how important email is, Mm -hmm. especially going through the college process. Mm -hmm. I don't care how old you are. If you're in high school, you need to be checking your email every day. These universities, especially if you have a login portal, they're not texting you. Yeah. They are emailing you. Yeah. So if you have let that go to the wayside, maybe consider picking it back up again, because people still <laughs> communicate any that any way. Any age,
0: <laughs> Yeah. Any age. And and people who want to communicate just through Instagram, I'm like, you know, I'm no, I'm, no, I, I don't just, look at that. I don't look That's at that the, enough. The, or Facebook messenger.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't look at that. I don't even have it on my phone. I so don't either. Yeah. It's, I'm going to get to it maybe twice a week mm-hmm. and see that you've tried to message me. Mm-hmm. So anyway.
0: Again. A sorry, rabbit hole, ra- <laughs> rabbit hole. Rabbit <laughs> hole.
1: Learning a whole lot today. You probably
0: didn't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So call us, email us, text us, and we'll somehow get back to you. That's but, right. Yeah, that's right. But I do Facebook like have, message me. <laughs> right. But I do like to have that conversation with the buyer and seller to mm-hmm. say, hey, this is how we're going to be communicating or this is why we need to communicate on email during some stuff and text and other things. Okay. Well, let's mm-hmm. talk about the third category. Okay. Those who set and maintain firm working hours, with occasional exceptions. My business hours are Monday through Friday, nine to five. I mean, I get that. I can appreciate somebody wanting to do that. I don't think it works. Yeah. I, I think f- you know the the world is paved with good intentions. Yes. And it is great to think that real estate can be a nine to five uh-huh. job but I think if that's where you are you should probably become an uh, assistant.
1: Yeah, I so this is just Heather's opinion speaking. I get extremely frustrated when I'm working with another real estate agent. And I get their voicemail at, you know, five fifty eight and it says that they do not return phone calls until the next business day at eight AM. And I have someone who's very interested in the property they have listed. I have a question that I have read the MLS listing. It is a valid question that's not on there. I cannot discover the answer and we're showing
0: the next day. Right. So I, I just I it Sure. it's frustrating so. it, it's very frustrating and and that's when i text them and say hey i know you don't return your phone calls but can you look at this text yeah <laughs> you know yeah most i find i think they have that on there but i honestly a lot of times get a call back after six o'clock okay at night i mean i just try yeah, yeah. you know now if it's an agent who really, are
1: wilson i've well, not had I that
0: much luck <laughs> yeah well i don't know about that but the and those are the people who, you know, they just have stronger boundaries than me, I guess. Yeah. But my, my boundaries sometimes just fall to the wayside when I'm representing a client like you are mm-hmm. and you need answers. Yeah. And it's incumbent on that agent, if they're the listing agent and they want to sell that property, Yeah. you know, or get it for their buyer, mm-hmm. sometimes you're going to have to bend the rule or bend your own boundary on that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, see, I can see both sides of it. I get a lot of phone calls asking details that are in MLS Mm -hmm. and I try to be really friendly and nice, (laughs) you know, when I've typed it out in all capital letters and then I still get called and asked, it's like, well, you're not even reading the listing and you're just going to call me, which, hey, call me. I love the conversation, but at least ask the question that I haven't already answered. Right. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do your due diligence first. Right. And then pick up the phone. Yeah, exactly. So I think, you know, there are those handfuls of agents who have that nine to five or eight to six or whatever mm-hmm. it is and no weekends i i just think oh. i don't know how i mean our market is so weird that mm-hmm. and and what's you know everyone's like oh this market this different market there's never a normal there's no such thing as a normal market right the, the not being normal is what's normal yeah yeah i just uh do the best i can with those agents and you know keep on chugging for my client. And then, you know, if the client wants to write an offer without having all the information, then unfortunately it has to be a contingency mm-hmm. in the contract or yeah. an email. So it's sort of date stamped there on the email saying, Hey, I really needed this prior to. Yep. I had a, a deal a couple of years ago and we
1: had to have several contingencies because I could not get the agent to call me back, but I knew the offer, you know, it was gonna be multiple offers, time sensitive. We needed to get it in, yeah, but could not get a response. So
0: I mean, my business practice since day one has been to return all my phone calls, texts, and emails by the end of the day. Yeah. It has gotten really difficult to do that anymore just because of the sheer quantity of texts and emails. I can get usually get my calls back mm-hmm. in the same day. But if I can't get everything back, it's immediately the next day. Right. With, um, thank you for understanding the craziness of my day yesterday. Here's my response. Yeah. You can really lose a client by not getting back with them quickly, Mm -hmm. you know, and that happened to me, uh, to be honest, a client who was looking for a realtor in Florida. And I told them I would find them one to, to be a referral partner. He wanted five different beach cities in Florida and I was running and gunning that day, and I didn't get it to them for it was either the next day or the day after because I didn't know anyone there. So mm-hmm. um, I needed to research myself yeah. and I just didn't have time to do it. And then they found something and bought a million dollar home without a referral. Right. Um, so sometimes you just can't help it. Yeah. You Wait, just can't you know. help it. I just let it go. I was like, well, congratulations, we Yeah. You know, yeah. So we found yeah. someone online. Yeah. i like, great. <laughs> so how would you help?
1: Coach an agent or give advice to an agent who is a twenty four seven agent who's burnt out who wants to move into a different direction with their boundaries.
0: Yeah, I think the first thing is you have to start. You have to think about what do you want your life to look like. Mm-hmm. So you, you're running and gunning fourteen hour days every day right now. If you're that person, maybe it's a little less on the weekends. Maybe not. I would say you know start with ending your day earlier. And also I'd want to look yeah. at what their practices are during what what are they doing during the day? Right. You know are are you being distracted constantly? Are you involved in too many extracurricular activities mm-hmm. outside of your business? Yeah. Cuz I know for me I'm involved in a lot of extracurricular activities, but they're activities that feed my business. Yeah. So I get burned out sometimes. Um, For those of you who hear a little bark, (laughs) we have a little helper here today named Xander. He's our mascot. Hi, baby. Hi. I know. I tried to put headsets on you so everyone could hear you bark, but (laughs) now they're just hearing you in the distance. Um, But really, I would want to look at their schedule, look at what they're doing to make sure that they're being as productive as they can be during the day. Right. And if they are... Then it's like okay, let's put an end time to your day. Yeah, that's where I am right now. I'm trying to put an end time mm-hmm. and really end. Mm-hmm. And by having that end time, it's forcing my productivity. Right. You know, so I don't go down a rabbit hole of emails. You have to stay on track. I'm trying to you stay know on track. I'm stopping at mm-hmm. five thirty or six. Yep. You heard me give that talk yesterday. Yeah. Thank you so yes. much um, <laughs> at the Harpeth, the Bellevue Harpeth Chamber on. I want to be home before it's dark. Yeah. You know, and that, so I'm very intentional about my stop time. That doesn't mean to say when I get home, like last night I was negotiating an offer, you know, I did that till eight o'clock, but I was home. I had my glass of wine. I was, you know, doing laundry, you know, all this stuff. So I felt like I was not held hostage to the office. Right. Right. I know a problem that
1: I stumble upon is, you know, with still having kids at home, my weekends are pretty packed with not only real estate, but just other household duties and things that I need to get done. Yeah. So when I show on the weekends and I'm gone six hours on a Saturday and maybe four hours on a Sunday, and then I have an office day Monday, I can be really guilty of getting up, trying to complete my weekend chores, and then starting my office day. And then here goes, my whole week is tumbling. Yep. And so I've personally had, I've had that struggle with trying to find that balance of, okay, I can't I have to put that in a box. I have to stop and I have to stick to my weekly schedule because if I don't, yeah, this is what's going to happen throughout
0: my week. And it snowballs. Yeah. And that's where the burnout becomes because you are not doing anything effectively. Yeah. You know, and you're like, uh, uh here, here, here. So yeah, I just think really look at your schedule and see where you are focusing your time in your business mm-hmm. and trying to get that done within the work time. And if that's getting out of the house and not working in the house because I'm not good at working in the house because all I do is I see cobwebs, I see things that need caulked, <laughs> and I see my my uh, quarter round that needs to be painted, and it yeah. makes me nuts. Yeah. And um, or ooh, I could squeeze in a quick yoga practice. Yeah, um, I, I have to leave. You know, I'm out the door no later than eight in the morning. I'm at my office. Yeah. So if you have the ability to be in an office, I think you can be more productive. Absolutely. At the office. All of those distractions just go away. Uh-huh. Unless you have an office with a lot of chit-chatters. And um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, if you don't have a private office, it's kind of hard because people like to chit-chat. Right. And you don't want to be rude. So that that's another set of boundaries. Right. Um. So true. So mm-hmm. true. Well... Christy, I hope today has been helpful for people. I do too. Sorry, we we did go down a bunch of rabbit holes. but
1: It's it's really good. I mean, I feel like there are three types of agents. I think that encompasses probably 98% of folks Mm
0: -hmm. that that work for themselves or or even, like you said before, work for others. But Yeah, and to recap, it's the 24-7 Realtor. It's the scheduler. Mm -hmm. And then there's the two scheduled where you can't get them before 9 or after 5 or somewhere in there. And Heather, like you said— you can find your balance in there somewhere. Right. You know, right. and find what works for you. And honestly, some days you may be more balanced than others and you sort of have to be okay with that too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I ebb and flow a little bit between the
0: scheduled and then if something's going on, the hair on fire 24 seven. And you have to realize, well, you don't have to, but one thing to think about too, your hair doesn't have to be on fire every single day. Right. And if you can just start by setting one boundary and stick to it, just try it for a month mm-hmm. or 21 days. I think it's 21 days to okay. create a habit and see where it goes. Yeah, that's great. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in today. If you have any topic that you would like Heather and I to cover, email us podcast at Wilson group, Heather and I thank you for joining us today as does our little friend, Sander. Have a great day. Call ATA, CPA
1: and advisors to help you with all of your accounting needs ATA can help you amplify your business with tax planning, client accounting services, advisory, and assurance services. Contact partner David Hart and the ATA team today at 615-662-2727 or visit atacpa.net to get started. Hey, if you're loving the show, go find that little follow button on your podcast app. This will ensure you won't miss a single episode. Until next time. This show is edited by Elizabeth Evans Media.